This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Thursday the 7th of December. Boris Johnson has complained of absolutely absurd characterisations of the Partygate controversy. The former Prime Ministers appeared for a second day of questioning at the COVID-19 inquiry. He says representations of what happened since then have been a million miles from the truth. I speak on behalf of, I, I know, uh, of hundreds and hundreds of hard-working uh, civil servants uh, who thought that they were following the rules. And uh, I, I know, uh, I, I don't think, uh, have been properly characterised by some of the, uh, not just the media coverage, but the, the, the dramatic representations that we're now having of this are absolutely absurd. Mr Johnson also denied ever wanting to let the virus rip during the pandemic and he acknowledged that the tier system introduced in the autumn of 2020 did not work but said it was worth a try. He also rejected claims that he didn't care about the suffering that was being inflicted on the country during the time of the crisis. I did care and to say that I didn't care about uh, what was happening uh, generally is the complete opposite of the truth. And um, yes, I think that we could have done more in, in number 10 to uh, in, insist that people thought about the, the way their behaviour would be uh, perceived by others. Rishi Sunak faces multiple Tory rebellions as MPs on both flanks of the party consider voting against his Rwanda plan in a crunch vote next week. Centrist MPs say they're very nervous about the bill and MPs on the right of the party are reserving their decision on whether to back the legislation until hearing from a team of legal experts. This morning, the Prime Minister held a press conference and insisted, I'm confident I can get this thing done. But Kate McCann, Times Radio's political editor, says tensions are rising. The government has a a big enough majority in theory to try and make this work, but there is also an opportunity for MPs who are not happy to either abstain or vote against it. And that's why a lot of the questions in the press conference today were about whether this is a confidence issue. If the Prime Minister had stood there and said, yes, this is a confidence issue, that would mean back me or sack me. If you vote against me in the House of Commons next week and you're a Tory MP, then you are essentially saying you want rid of me. Now, no one has reached that point yet. We've not got quite to that cliff edge. The former Attorney General Geoffrey Cox KC has told Times Radio the plan does offer a pathway towards solving the problem of illegal migration. I don't think it's guaranteed to succeed, but nobody else has really come up with an alternative, neither the Labour Party nor any of the other critics. And I do think that there is a a real crisis of confidence in our democratic system. Uh, in that many millions of people demand action on this question and it appears the government until now has been powerless to do so. The British government has summoned the Russian ambassador and sanctioned two people for what it says was a sustained but failed attempt to interfere in politics by Russian cyber spies. 
The Foreign Office says that a hacking group working on behalf of Russia's FSB targeted MPs, civil servants and other public figures over a period of several years. This understood personal email accounts were targeted, not just official emails. Moscow insists there's no evidence. The Foreign Office Minister Leo Doherty issued a statement in the Commons about the group of hackers. They typically engage in thorough research and preparation, including via social media and networking platforms. Having thus identified ways to engage a target, they create false accounts, impersonating contacts that appear legitimate, and create a believable approach seeking to build a rapport before delivering a malicious link to either a document or website of interest. The family of Ruth Perry say urgent lessons must be learned after a coroner concluded an Ofsted inspection contributed to the head teacher taking her own life in January. The report had downgraded her Caversham Primary School in Reading from its highest rating to its lowest. Mrs Perry's sister, Julia Waters, says the inquest had shown the brutal inhumanity of Ofsted inspections. Ofsted has grudgingly made some changes. But these changes go nowhere near far enough. We have no confidence that Ofsted, under its current leadership and management, is either willing or able to make the widespread root and branch reforms to its systems and culture that are so urgently needed. Well, tonight the watchdog has apologised and says despite changes already made, it is prepared to do more. And Benjamin Zephaniah is being remembered as a beautiful human being and a legendary writer following his death at the age of 65. The dub poet was known for his works about refugees and healthy eating. He also appeared in the drama Peaky Blinders. The Stars family say he was diagnosed with a brain tumour eight weeks ago. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 